0: Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy podcast show. In this episode, I'm going to go over the best ways to lower the cyanuric acid level in your pool. And I'll give you a variety of methods that you can use to do this. And I think it's important to note that high cyanuric acid will cause different problems in your pool. And I'll go over some of those also so you know the reason why you want to lower your cyanuric acid if it gets too high. Pool Service Pro. Open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. High cyanuric acid causes two main problems in your pool. One is that the adjusted alkalinity will be a lot lower in the pool with high cyanuric acid. Basically, I'll just give you the adjusted alkalinity formula so you can get an idea of what I mean by having high cyanuric acid and how it affects the alkalinity in the pool. If you didn't know this, cyanuric acid is also a pH buffer, and to get the adjusted alkalinity, you take the total alkalinity of the pool, and then you minus one-third of the cyanuric acid level in the pool. So an easy example of this is if your total alkalinity was 120 parts per million, The cyanuric acid in your pool was at 75 parts per million. The adjusted total alkalinity would be 95 parts per million. Now, you can see how this can become a problem. If your cyanuric acid level, let's say, is 200, and your alkalinity is around 90 parts per million, if you use this formula and take one-third of the cyanuric acid and subtract it from this alkalinity here, you would be in the 20s or the high teens with alkalinity, which could cause a lot of problems with the surface of the pool, What happens when the alkalinity gets this low is that it causes problems with the plaster. It could cause modeling, could cause discoloration, and it could cause problems with you trying to balance the pH in the pool. The low alkalinity, because of the adjusted alkalinity with the high cyanuric acid, means that when you add acid to the pool, there's not a lot of buffer in that water. So if you add too much acid, this could cause the pH to drop. Very dramatically, very rapidly, and it could cause problems if you have, you know, people swimming in the pool, it could cause problems with staining from any kind of parts in the heater, bleeding the copper out of it. So really low alkalinity can be a problem in the pool, and it can be something that could cause damage to the surface of the pool. So that's one reason why the cyanuric acid level being so high and using the adjusted alkalinity, which you should be doing If you do pool service, you get a true alkalinity level in that pool. And if the cyanuric acid level is really high and the alkalinity is really low, if that alkalinity in the pool was at 60 and you had cyanuric acid at 200, you would have a zero alkalinity pool at that point. The other problem is that the high cyanuric acid will make the chlorine work more slowly, not be as effective if the pool had cyanuric acid level at a lower level. Let me just use that 200 cyanuric acid level as an example. If you had a pool with a cyanuric acid of 200 parts per million, and if you use Bob Lowry's formula of having a free chlorine equal to 7.5% of the cyanuric acid level, so 200 times 7.5%, and that means that the free chlorine level should be at 15 parts per million to be effective against algae, viruses, bacteria. And the reason why it needs to be that high is because a lot of it is not locked up per se. In a cyanuric acid the chlorine lock is kind of a myth but it does slow down the kill factor of the chlorine making it less effective in the pool now you can keep a pool with high cyanuric acid without algae and you can keep it safe if you keep the free chlorine level at a higher level now don't be scared by 15 parts per million of chlorine in the pool if the cyanuric acid is at 200 parts per million because a lot of that again Is bound to the cyanuric acid. It's not like you're swimming in 15 parts per million of chlorine. You're swimming in a lot less because most of it's locked up in the cyanuric acid. And if you had a pool, let's say with 30 parts per million of cyanuric acid and you had it at 15 parts per million of chlorine, yes, that would be a problem because there'd be a lot of free chlorine in that water. And I've had this happen with a saltwater pool. You know, maybe the generator was on too high whatever reason I tested the chlorine it was like at 15 or 20 parts per million people were complaining about burning eyes and you know their bathing suits turned white this won't happen with a lot of cyanuric acid in the water because again a lot of that is locked up in the cyanuric acid which means that this, the chlorine is a lot less effective in a pool with high cyanuric acid now you may find the pool can be easy to maintain with high cyanuric acid you may find that this pool is difficult to maintain every pool is a little bit different And I would say that it's one of those things where you can easily maintain a pool with high cyanuric acid if you do it correctly, if you keep that level at a high point throughout the week. And then, of course, there are pools with high cyanuric acid, which are very difficult to maintain. And there's a lot of factors involved. There's the filtration, there's the bather load, there's the amount of algae that's getting into the pool, around the area, whatever, if you have plants or if you have all cement deck, then it's going to be easier to maintain it. So I'm not saying you can't maintain a pool with high cyanuric acid. It just sometimes can be harder. And again, each pool is a little bit different. I would say that it's easier to maintain a pool that's that has cyanuric acid, that has a cyanuric acid level within the range of 50 to 80 parts per million. When you start getting to 100, 120, 150, the pool may become a problem pool. Again, it's dependent on a lot of factors, but the higher the cyanuric acid, the more likely that pool will be harder to maintain, especially if you're doing 50 or 60 pools a week and trying to maintain them. And a lot of those, majority of those have high cyanuric acid. That would be a problem. Now, if you're just taking care of your own personal pool, this can be mitigated by you checking the chlorine level and maintaining a higher chlorine level than what is recommended. Now, of course, the L.A. County Health Department, which regulates my region, they're not going to go into a backyard and shut down a residential pool if you have the chlorine level at 12 or 15 parts per million. But if you have a commercial pool and you're having the chlorine level anywhere above 10 parts per million, they'll red tag that pool, shut it down, and, and make you drop that chlorine level down. So if the health department does not allow 10 parts per million or more in a public pool, I would say that in you know if you're looking at a healthy body of water I would say, in a residential pool, you don't want to have the chlorine level at 12 or 15 parts per million. I think that just probably is not a healthy level. But if your cyanuric acid level is at 200 or 250, you'll have to keep an elevated chlorine level in the pools with a higher cyanuric acid. And I guess I can just touch on the chlorine lock myth. It started back in when I was started doing pools. I heard this all the time that you know, the high cyanuric acid locks the chlorine and makes it ineffective. It doesn't make it ineffective. It just makes it less effective. And the problem, and Bob Lowry discovered this through research, is that the higher the cyanuric acid level, the higher the free chlorine percentage you're going to need in that pool, or parts per million of free chlorine in that pool. And he came up with the 7.5% formula based on a lot of research. And a lot of the times when I was doing pools back in the 90s and the 2000 before Bob Lowry propagated this theory, a lot of times you would go get your supplies and hear pool guys complaining about, hey, my pool has plenty of chlorine, but the algae is still growing in there. And sometimes the guy behind the counter would say, yeah, it's just the algae resistant, um, it's the chlorine resistant algae. You know, there's, there's certain algae that the chlorine just can't kill. But now we know it's just the cyanuric acid causing the problem, slowing down the kill rate and making the chlorine less effective and allowing algae to form in the pool I would say if you had a pool that has cyanuric acid between 50 and 80 parts per million, you're not going to have algae that's going to be a problem to kill. You're not going to have algae in the pool at all, I think, if you keep the chlorine level at the proper level in a pool with a cyanuric acid level at that range. For example, if you had a cyanuric acid level of 80 parts per million, using Bob Lowry's formula, 80 parts per million times 7.5. You would just have to maintain a free chlorine level of six parts per million per day, which is easy to do. And usually in the summertime, I'm keeping my pools at six or seven parts per million all week long to prevent algae in them. And they pool with high cyanuric acid. Again, you have to keep a higher free chlorine level in that pool to make it effective. So that's the main two issues. The adjusted alkalinity. If you had alkalinity, if you had a cyanuric acid level of 80 and you had alkalinity of 100, the adjusted alkalinity would still be in range of about 70. And so there's no problem with the alkalinity at that point. And so the lower cyanuric acid just makes it much easier to maintain the pool, makes it easier to balance the pool when you add acid because you have a buffer there that's in the range of where you should have the alkalinity or close to the range where you should have the alkalinity. And it also makes the chlorine more effective at the lower cyanuric acid level. So the number one way to reduce the cyanuric acid level in the pool is to drain the pool and add fresh water. Now you can do a complete drain of the pool. Probably you want to do this ever so often anyway because there's a lot of other stuff that builds up in the pool. We call that total dissolved solids. And it's the stuff that doesn't evaporate out of the pool. Basically the pure water evaporates out of the pool, and then the salt, the calcium hardness, the calcium in the water, and also the cyanuric acid does not evaporate out of the pool. So if you ever boil tea on your stove you and you're using the same pot, you're gonna see like a white rim around the area where the water level was and that's just the calcium and it's not it doesn't evaporate so it just stays in the pot same thing with your pool so you want to have a, at least a full drain probably every five or six years i would say at the most and then you want to do partial drains to lower the cyanuric acid level down now what you could do is a partial drain every two weeks you know just drain out one inch of water add a f- one inch of fresh water or drain out six inches of water and add six inches of fresh water every month. And this is kind of what you're doing by diluting the water. Now, sometimes if you're in an area where you get a lot of rainwater, this has a similar effect of diluting the pool. Here we had almost, I think, 40 inches of rain last season, which is extremely unusual for my area. We usually get like 12 inches of rain, maybe sometimes six inches of rain. So having over 40 inches of rain is really unusual. And most of the pools on my route, the salt has actually been diluted from this rain this year. I've had to add a lot of salt to the pools, which I've never had to do before. Maybe in the last five years, one bag here, two bags here, but never to the level of adding five or six bags to pools because the rain diluted the pool. So the rain can be a good way to add fresh water to the pool. If you live in an area where you get 30 or 40 40 inches of rain, I would say that you probably don't need to do any partial drains to the pool because if you, add, if you use trichlor tablets all season, let's say, and you're raising that pool's cyanuric acid level from maybe at the beginning of the season, let's say it's at 30 parts per million, which is probably where it would be if you had a pool over 150 parts per million and you had 40 inches of rain, and then you slowly use the tablets all season and you get another season of 30 or 40 inches of rain, I would say that would drop that cyanuric acid level back down into the 30s, maybe even lower, and then you can start over again with the tablets and build that up again. So certain regions, the the trichlor tablets with the cyanuric acid in them is not a problem. I probably should back up and mention that the trichlor tablets have about 50% cyanuric acid just because of the nature of the trichlor tablet. It's a cyanuric acid-based product, and so you're adding cyanuric acid to the pool as you're adding the tablets, and that's why... The cyanuric acid level rises in a lot of pools here on the West Coast, because the primary sanitizer are trichlor tablets, and this raises the cyanuric acid level in the pool, and this causes some problems that I mentioned earlier, and basically the way to mitigate that, and you can use trichlor tablets very safely to sanitize your pool. In fact, it's a highly effective way to sanitize a pool on your if you have a pool route, because you have seven or 80 pools this is a great way for the chlorine to be introduced, and the chlorine will be introduced every day as that tablet dissolves in the water and releases the chlorine into the pool. And again, the way to mitigate that is to do a partial drain every week or two or once a month. Or if you're in an area where you get a lot of fresh rainwater, there's probably no need to do that partial drain. Now, if you don't do partial drains to that pool, the cyanuric acid level, especially in the West where we don't get a lot of rain, of course, last year was unusual, you're going to have to do a half drain or a full drain of that pool in three or four years because there's just too much cyanuric acid in that pool at that point. Now, will the cyanuric acid stay on the plaster after you drain the pool and refill it? That's something that hasn't really been proven yet. And Bob Lowry talked about this. You know, He wanted to maybe get a sample of the cement and checks you know, in the lab and see if it does stay in there. It's possible that it stays in there. It's possible that it's in the plumbing. It's possible that it's in the filter. Who knows why sometimes when you drain a pool and then you fill it back up, the cyanuric acid level is at 80 or 100 already. It's one of those things where it's kind of a head scratcher, but that could be a problem also, and it could be something. So just note that if you do drain a pool, Check the cyanuric acid before you add any with the fresh water to make sure that it's at zero because you might run into the anomaly where you filled that pool up and the cyanuric acid is still reading at, you know, 50 or 80 parts per million. So the full drain is a great way to start over with everything. You lower the calcium hardness, you get rid of the salt in the water, you get rid of the, the um, cyanuric acid in the water, and partial drains are a great way to do that during the season. So that would be my Number one way to do this is do a partial drain, full drain, or a little bit of of draining the water during the season. Now, if you get a lot of evaporation, you know, the kind of the thinking is, well, you know, I'm getting 18 inches of evaporation in my area because I, you know, it's 100 degrees in the summer, 110 degrees in the summer, and therefore I'm adding fresh water, but you're not really diluting the water to the extent with the rainstorm. And don't get me wrong, you are diluting the water to some extent. But remember, the cyanuric acid does not evaporate out of the pool, so it would take a lot of refilling and draining gets rid of the cyanuric acid. So that's why a partial drain is much better than just refilling the pool once your evap- water evaporates, because the cyanuric acid just stays in in the pool. Yes, you're diluting it slightly, but unless you're draining out the water with the cyanuric acid in it, you're not really doing enough. I don't think if you're using you know three or four trichlor tablets in the pool. You're not doing enough at that point to lower the cyanuric acid. So a partial drain of one inch or two inches every two or three weeks is probably the best thing to do. What you can do is if you have a hose spigot on your pump, which a lot of pools have that when they build them, they use that to pressurize everything. And you can use that to actually drain some water every week. So connect the garden hose to it, turn on your pump, and then let it run out for you know about half an hour, I would say would take, or maybe less than half an hour would take an inch off out of the pool and you can do this also while you service pools but you have to be careful remember to turn that hose spigot off at the equipment otherwise you're going to drain that pool down sometimes past the skimmer that would be a problem so I would rather let the homeowner drain the pool down and maybe let them do that every two or three weeks drain an inch or two to keep the water fresh and to drain out some of the calcium some of the salt and also some of the cyanuric acid in the pool. What about chemicals like the bioactive? And natural chemistry also had a cyanuric acid reducer at one point. Problem is that that's a bacteria that eats the cyanuric acid. And the main problem is that the pool has to be near zero chlorine. The water temperature has to be at a certain level. And you have to do it properly for it to work. I've had success using the product, but also the problem is that if the chlorine is at zero, and the water temperature is above 70, you're gonna have algae and they're gonna be shocking the pool. So it makes a big mess of things and it could be a problem. It could cause more of a problem than solve the problem. Plus, the bags of the cyanuric acid reducer are pretty expensive. And to buy those bags, you can maybe buy four or five bags. You might as well have just drained your pool at that point. It's about the same amount of money it would cost to refill it. And so, as far as, you know, the cost of the product, I would say it's kind of a wash and draining the pool or partial draining of the pool is probably better than using that because all the parameters, again, have to be perfect. And that's one reason why natural chemistry discontinued their product because for it to be effective, the parameters had to be where there's no chlorine, the water temperature has to be at a certain level and you have to let the bacteria work and so you can't shock the pool during the process. So there's a, there's a lot of different problems with that product. And you have to know how to use it properly for it to be effective. Let me read you Rudy Stankiewicz's alum cyanuric acid reduction method. This is using aluminum sulfate to reduce the cyanuric acid in the pool. So I'm going to go over the steps here. And this is, again, Rudy Stankowicz, and this is his method. Give him full credit for this. I don't take any credit for this method. It's not mine. And here's the steps of the method of using aluminum sulfate to reduce the cyanuric acid in the pool. You want to, number one, adjust the pH to 7.0, and this is critical. Number two, adjust total alkalinity to 80 to 120. A Calcium hardness should be within range of 200 to 400, and the water temperature should be 70 degrees to 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Critical. So you can't do this with the water temperature low in the pool. Ensure the the pool is free of heavy debris, and that could stir up the flock upon vacuuming to waste. Number four, test the cyanuric acid level. Number five, filter preparation. Sand and D filters. With the pump off, manipulate the multi valve to the recirculate position. Now, if your pool doesn't have a, a recirculate position or it's a D filter without recirculate, you want to do B, which is for the cartridge filter. With the pump off, remove the filter elements and then reassemble without it. So take all the cartridges out of the the filter and take all the D grids out of the filter if you don't have a recirculate mode. Broadcast the aluminum sulfate at a rate of 8.33 pounds per 10,000 gallons of water. So if you had a 20,000 gallon pool, you would use about 17 pounds of aluminum sulfate. Number seven, set the time clock to run the pump for two hours and then shut off. And then you want to remove the on-tripper from the time clock to avoid unintentional circulation. You can turn the breakers off also to the pump. Number eight, allow the pump to remain off for at least 12 hours. I think most people will leave it off for 24 hours, but at least 12 hours. Do not allow the pump to run again until the entire process is complete. And elements replaced and valves are in the correct run position. Of course, once you do this, you want to make sure that you put the recirculate back in the filter mode. Number nine. With the portable vacuum system, vacuum the flock to waste slowly enough so as not to stir or break the flock. Now you're going to use a portable pump. You can build one of these yourselves with an above-ground pool pump. One horsepower or less would be great. Or you can buy a pump, portable pump, or you can use the Advantage Portavac or Minivac. Advantage also sells a portable pump that's ready to go. So if you want to use this method on your pool route, you definitely want to have a portable pump. vacuum all the stuff out because the aluminum sulfate is going to be at the bottom of the pool and this is something you have to vacuum out of there so if you add eight pounds you're going to vacuum eight pounds of it out of the pool so you want to vacuum really slowly so that you don't break the flock or stir it up number 10 test the residual aluminum level should be below point below 0.2 parts per million sorry and then number 11 test the cyanuric acid level again now, of course you probably want to read this for yourself so the best way to find this method is in print go to aquamagazine.com backslash magazine again that's aquamagazine.com backslash magazine and then you want to click on the september there's a picture of two pools side by side there on the cover and then you click on the digital edition and then scroll over to page 10 you're going to find this article Again, go to aquamagazine.com slash magazine and then go ahead and click on the August issue and go to page 10 and the whole method is there in print for you. So I'll put the link in the YouTube version of this video for you so you can find it easily. But that's the method of using aluminum, aluminum sulfate, I don't know why I can't pronounce that, to lower the cyanuric acid level in your pool. Now, one thing you can do is let the cyanuric acid level drop naturally and this is by getting off of the trichlor tablets or not using it as your primary sanitizer. So you can start using the trichlor tablets as your secondary sanitizer and switch over to liquid chlorine or calhypo, which has no cyanuric acid in it. And over time, the cyanuric acid level will drop down. Keep in mind, you have to keep that free chlorine level high based on the cyanuric acid level in the pool. Use that 7.5% formula. You can also go to calhypo tablets, which add calcium to the water, but not cyanuric acid. So you may still need to do partial drains of the pool. When you're using liquid chlorine and cal hypo, because they add other things to the pool. For example, liquid chlorine will add salt to the pool, and cal hypo will add calcium to the pool. To the pool, so partial drains are still going to be necessary to reduce the calcium level or to reduce the salt level in the pool. But certainly, the high cyanuric acid can be mitigated with partial drains, full drains, using the alum method that Rudy Stankiewicz has developed or switching to a sanitizer without cyanuric acid in it, and this will reduce the cyanuric acid level over time. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have A great rest of your week. God bless. The cool Guy podcast Show